Hey family, it's Latrice and I'm back again with another episode here on the Lift Her Up podcast. Thank you all for subscribing and leaving comments and sharing it with your family and friends. If it's your first time, then welcome. And if you've been rocking with me for a while, welcome back. Thank you all again so much for your continued support. So um, before we get into today's topic, I'm going to give you a little background information just to just to set just to set the topic we have today. Um, a little bit about me. I have always had a hard time fitting in, I should say. Um, I'm a person I've always been naturally like shy as a kid. I was more sheltered than the normal child. And I've always kept to myself and my group of friends growing up always been naturally just introverted. You know, not that I didn't like people. It's just um, I would get recharged just sort of being by myself and in isolation. And over time, I sort of grew to have this resentment because I'd always felt hidden or like opportunities had been taken from me in a way because I was not um, very loud or boisterous or um, like the loudest person, the loudest kid in the room, right? Um, And oftentimes I felt rejected and overlooked because I was so quiet and um, I was a bit on, on the shyer side. And this weighed on my identity a lot growing up. So um, I oftentimes would find myself not being authentic to who I was and my beliefs and really my personality. And that showed itself all the way like middle school, high school, into college, and even up to a couple years ago, honestly, where there were times where I was not being genuine to my my real personality. I would I would use my introvertedness as a way to sort of um, be like, yeah, that's like who I am and um, maybe like make a different personality for myself, come off at sometimes angrier than what I really was or um, just more off putting than than what my actual personality was. And um, I always sort of felt like an outcast and um, outsider compared to my counterparts because I just was not like everyone else. So that led to me even further wanting to hide my true personality because I would be like, okay, well, if I already feel like an outsider, then obviously if I show people who I really am, then I'll be even further rejected. I'll be even further outcast by, by, by my peers and whatnot. Um, so that followed me for some years, really. Uh, and again, that that whole hidden thing, it, it took me a while to really realize it was all intentional and purposeful. Um, so the truth was, I, you know, I was hidden and I was rejected by my peers and sometimes family and friends and whatnot. I was overlooked for a lot of things. But like I said, it was all um for a purpose. It was all divine and it was all predestined by God. It was all God's doing. So um, that is a little bit of my story today. And that gave me the inspiration to, to bring this topic to you guys today. And I hope this really aligns with someone because I know that there are people that are similar to me, maybe in character uh, and personality or maybe not, but can still identify with this as being just set apart from 
their their group of people, their group of peers, wherever it just followed you everywhere, your family, your friends in school, at work, whatever, just you were just different. And so today I'm going to talk about being set apart and what it really means and what it looks like and pull from some biblical principles and stand um, and, and points that that we can use to, to help shape shape our personalities and, and can help us maneuver through what that means to be set apart and, and how we can utilize it for our good. Okay. So when I say set apart, biblically, what God means, there are multiple times in, in the Bible where he's like, you know, I've set you apart. I've set my people apart. Um, what it means to be set apart is a distinction from from something else. So it means you are distinct and you are literally being set apart for a particular purpose. It could be anything, honestly, but even with non-divine things, you know, like I was reading a little bit about this, but like we have like a toothbrush, right? And our toothbrush has one purpose. It is to clean our teeth, right? And we have um, all these other different utensils and appliances. They have a distinct purpose. It's the same way with us. God created all of us with a distinct purpose in mind, right? So that's what it means to be set apart. And all of God's people, all of his chosen people have been set apart for a purpose. So why are we set apart? I've been thinking about this a lot and um, I'm going to pull in the the biblical backing in a little bit. But I was like, OK, Lord, you have all these instances in the Bible where you set apart different leaders for your glory, you know. Um, but why do we have to look different or behave different or, you know, just be just off <laughs> and not off in a bad way, but just like you, you look at someone and it's like, oh, you can tell you're not like everyone else. You know, they say, uh, well, the Bible says that we are the light of the world, you know, so we're salt. So we look salty. We, we have a light in us that's obviously Christ, but why do we have to, to carry that in that way? So the Lord gave me four points on why he calls his children to be set apart. The first thing is identification. So identification, it makes us recognizable um, to God. It makes us distinguishable from the world. It's literally being marked by God, like spiritually and in the natural, just being marked by God. The second thing is protection. It keeps us away from things that are harmful to us. I'm going to get more into that later on. Um, the third thing is reverence. It reminds us who God is, which is holy. He is perfect and righteous. He is the creator. It reminds us, it keeps us in that, that reverence of everything starts with God, uh, wisdom, everything, knowledge, all of it starts with God. And fourthly, it keeps us in communion. So it keeps us in closeness with God. It keeps us in community with him. So those are the four points that the Lord gave me about being set apart. And now I'm going to talk about the biblical backing that the Lord gave me to share in regards to being set apart. So I've been reading the books Ezra and Nehemiah, which are amazing books in the Bible. Um, I had never read them before, so it was definitely all new, fresh revelation to me. But please go back and read them for your own. Obviously, test everyone. Um, read, read the Bible for yourself to get to get the, the best understanding and allow the Holy Spirit to, to inform your spirit 
on everything that that transpires. But in Ezra and Nehemiah, um, it tells the stories of how the Israelites were returning back to their to their uh, promised land from Babylonian exile. And they were in a place of rebuilding their society and resurrecting their Jewish traditions and culture um, that had been lost during the exile. So you have like a whole generation um, that just didn't really know who their, their, what their real identity was because it had all been like washed away with, within the exile. So they're rebuilding their society and their culture and their traditions, which included re rebuilding their relationship with God. So the laws of God had been lost. When we think about the 10 commandments and, um, the, the Torah, um, all those things have been lost, um, among this new generation. And again, their identity had been just washed away. It was now mixed, uh, with the, the Babylonians. So, um, it was like the very people that God had chosen were now doing things opposite of what he had told them to do. But it was because they, they, they didn't know every, all their whole culture was just washed away. They had been in exile. So, um, while in exile, Israelites had adopted different cultures, um, from, from the Babylonians, different traditions, like worshiping other gods and intermarrying and things like that. Um, and Ezra and Nehemiah helped them to preserve God's word. Um, they helped them to restore the order that God had originally given to them. Um, they helped them to rebuild the temple of God and a reteaching of God's laws so that they can get back in right standing and right posture with the Lord. So, and um, along with that, also retelling the stories of their ancestors. So you think about Genesis and Exodus and tell them about Moses and, and Abraham and, and everything and how they ended up to, to the exile that, that they were just returning from. So it was Ezra and Nehemiah's job to really rebuild the, the Jewish customs that the Lord had, had wanted for them. So they were um, leading the people to repent and um, in hopes that they would follow God again, the, the one true living God and not no longer the false idols that they were procla- proclaiming. Um, and at one point in the book of Ezra, Ezra um, is amazing because he was like a priest and he kept records of, of all the laws and everything. So um, like a scribe, I should say. So Ezra interceded for the Israelites because they had disregarded God's laws and um, they were idolizing other gods and they were intermarrying with foreigners. And this was a huge thing to God. It, it strictly says, do not marry other um, other people from from different, you know, customs and religions in different areas and whatnot, um, because it's made them then adopt the behavior of the people that they had married, which was not what God had wanted for them. He wanted them to be pure again, set apart. So that's where, um, that is one area in the Bible where being set apart becomes such a large thing. And I love those books so much because it really showed that the Israelites, a lot of them had made repentant choices, you know, to the extent where many of them had married people, foreigners, and they, some of them had even had children and they were so repentant that they even left their wives and their children, um, to follow God. And that was just so, 
um, inspiring to me. And I just thought it was so beautiful that they were able to to receive that word and that Ezra and Nehemiah were the ones that helped to, to rebuild and restructure all that. So I think we're in a season where God is placing Ezra's and Nehemiah's within our culture because we our, our world really needs to be reminded that God is is the one true living God, you know, to, to repent, to follow Jesus um, and that he's the only way, he's the only life that um, that is going to have a secure in for for all eternity. So those four points come up in this story, right? Identification, meaning you stay true to who God says you are. Um, no pagan religion, no pagan beliefs like the Israelites, you know, like you stay true to who God says that you are protection. You don't serve other idols of the world because you know, they are empty, right? Reverence. God is to be admired because he is the creator of everything. So everything, again, it starts and it ends with him and communion means I am free. We are free to partner with God. We're free to, to come to him boldly. We're free to be in community with him, to, to walk alongside him. We are his people. So we see all those four points expressed in, in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. And I'm wrapping up right now, but I just want you to know that if you're someone who has always felt judged or um, looked different from everyone else, I want to encourage you. If you felt secluded from others, please know that there's a reason God wants to use your uniqueness for his glory. Okay. And we waste so much time trying to sit at other people's table. We waste so much time trying to prove ourselves, pump ourselves up in front of others and be like, pick me, pick me, pick me. When God literally wants us to design our own thing. He wants us to make our own table. He wants us to build our own table, honestly. Um, and we don't have time to waste trying to prove to others that we deserve to be where they are. When God is creating a whole new thing in us, he's establishing us as unique and set apart in our communities because he wants people to know that he is the way to follow. He wants you to be the leader in your community, wherever you are. Maybe it's the classroom or um, maybe I, I don't know what to do. If you're a nurse or if you're a doctor or a teacher or um, a preacher, minister, whatever the case may be in your home, even like if you're a wife, if if um, if being homely is your thing, like whatever the case may be in your family, he's calling you to be the Ezra or the Nehemiah to remind the people around you that you were the that they were created for more and that God is the way. So for me, it, it followed me everywhere. And I, I get that a lot. Um, from other people who are similar, like being set apart, the the idea is, um, well, things that will come up are, you're different from other people, you're weird, or maybe you've heard things like, you're wise for your age. That happened to me a lot growing up. And it was like, the more I tried to fit in, the more I stood out, <laughs> if that makes sense. And I know that is the case for, for other people. So don't try to confine yourself to the world's box or your friends, peers, whatever. Don't try to confine yourself to, to those things. 
make your own box, make your own table. The Lord wants to use that uniqueness for something even greater. Okay. Um, but please know that those are just some signs that you may be set apart, but I just wanted to encourage you all that being set apart is not the end of the world. It doesn't mean that you'll be an outcast like in eternity because that that's never God's intention. We're meant to be in community with other people and with him, but it just means that you were created for more. And I hope that you learned that and I hope that you received that in your heart, that you were created for more. Do not be discouraged just because you don't look like everyone else. Okay. And that is all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Be set apart. It's okay. It's cool. Like (laughs) build your own thing. Let God get the glory from your life. All right. And make sure y'all continue to like, share, um, tag friends, share it with all your, your family members and your group chats and everything. Subscribe to the channel everywhere podcasts are found. Okay. And until next time, you guys stay encouraged. Bye.